Hello, you've tuned in to Mud Hut. Welcome to the latest episode. Enjoy! I do not own any of the music used in this episode and will delete if necessary. Thank you. Hello there, campers. How are you today? (sighs) It's Friday, June the 26th in the year 2020. It's been nearly two weeks since my last podcast and I felt inspired to get up and put my voice out there on my podcast on this fine summer's day. I've got my mint tea And I'm going to give you your transits and ephemerides for today. We have the Sun in Cancer, Moon in Virgo, Mercury in Retrograde Cancer, Venus in Gemini, Mars in Pisces, Jupiter in Retrograde Capricorn, Saturn in retrograde Aquarius, Uranus in Taurus, Neptune in retrograde Pisces, Pluto in retrograde Capricorn, Chiron in Aries, True Node in retrograde Gemini, and True Lilith in Aries. And looking at the circular, global, universal, round chart, we can see that uh angles and geometry of today's transits and there is a whole heap of energy that is missing uh, from the bottom end of the chart yeah we're we're missing a lot of uh, Aries energy I can't see much Taurus energy um yeah, it's <coughs> it's kind of lots of cancer energy right now. But that Mercury... God, I've got a bit of a frog in my throat. Kermit, friends. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, we've got Mercury retrograde cancer, and it's been in retrograde in Gemini for God knows how many weeks. And I think everybody's been feeling that... Um, Venus retrograde in Gemini and then Mercury sorry I'm gonna have to start again Mercury is retrograde cancer now but it I wait there what is it on 12 degrees so it's been there for for a short while (coughs) I got I got some kind of stick stuck in my throat fka twigs is in my throat (laughs) I'm only saying that because (laughs) I'm gonna do I've just been doing research on my next um segment and uh, it'll come to light why I just uh, mentioned her so um what we're gonna say I oh, we're gonna say that um yes yeah, so Aquarius Aries Taurus Gemini Cancer Virgo well the moon's in Virgo right now so it's Gemini. There's, there's lots of... Um, let me think. Hang on. Am I looking at the, the upside down way? That's Taurus. That's the ram. That's... Anyway, I seem to have gone on way board And probably... making no sense at all right now
So, um, astrologically and worldwide in news, we are looking <clears throat> at lots of uh, news regarding our current situation with the lockdown and quarantine. There's been a dismantling, I suppose is the word, for people to start getting on with their lives, getting out to work, getting in their vehicles. Um, Although there's not really been that much in the way of progress with a solution. So I, uh, I, I'm very reluctant to uh, just jump in again into something that I'm, we've been told is harmful. So yeah, everybody's totally, total confusion. Remember that rave tune, total confusion. Um, <clears throat> uh, we're looking at statistics, like in March, I think someone pointed out there were 42 deaths a day and here we are in June and there's 172 deaths a day and yet we're, we're told to go out now or, you know, obviously stay safe. Um, I'm not liking my chances at this stage, uh, so I am uh, I'm going to be ruling my own kind of thoughts about that what I should do and so should everyone else you know if you feel that you you can you want to go out and I think this argument about economy the failing economy it it has been failing for the last 50 years so you know in the in in the in the respect that it's not feeding back into the 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 community the the social structures it's going out into offshore you know that sort of thing. Um, this is the sort of thing that kind of like cancels people when you start talking about politics and everyone's just like, no, but yeah, but no, but yeah, but no, but no, but no, but what about, what, what, what about, what about, what about, you know, and um, it, 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 things are convoluted, things are, but actually, you know, I always say Einstein did, did actually, to quote Einstein, did say, uh, if you can't understand a subject in the most simplest terms, you don't understand the subject at all and that's kind of paraphrasing but <clears throat> that's how I kind of live my life is like if I don't understand it I've got to try and um, break it down into the most basic simplest forms and then it becomes abundantly clear um so my chat about the current issue coronavirus etc do you wear a mask that sort of thing um you know I've had people say to me well I'm not going to wear a mask because why should I wear a mask because I'm only protecting that person from me you know that and that's a really kind of like um you know that's how people think you know uh I think that SARS Ebola there's all there's constant catastrophes going on and uh I mean I think at least this one it's not like people are being told, not being told that there's something. So, and yet, you know, people are desperate to get out in the bed, you know, shift around, lurking from here and there, giving it all of that. You know, it's, it's whereas I guess like if I was a teenager, I, you know, in today's times, I, I probably would be setting up illegal raves myself you know I probably would be going to them I probably would be finding myself at them even though I hadn't really thought about doing it but I got there somehow you know the universe has always sort of lifted me from place to place I haven't orchestrated these things so I think it's very difficult to to be a teenager at this time your hormones are all fluffing up and it's all kind of like I gotta I got fear of missing out I've got serious FOMO man you know, um, it's, no, I, I don't, I don't envy teenagers living in quarantine with their boring ass parents and even though they're not boring parents because, you know, 
that's how kids it's it's the oedipus complex it's it's just how life and generations work you know whereas weirdly i wasn't like that I, i always put my parents on a pedestal and thought they were gods and um would have done anything for them but then (laughs) I'm an Aquarian what do I know um so um yeah it's it's absolutely scorching outside but what I've done (laughs) oh god I have um sorry I was just walking through the to the window then and I just sort of jumped back because I realized there's scaffolding and and um decorating men man who, who constantly is trying to vie for my attention and I'm just like move yourself you flipping syrup wearing flipping wrinkled dried up shriveled up bomber I'm just, I'm just staying in like I usually sit out because I live in a quite nice green area but now I'm just I've just made a that's what I was gonna say I've made a paddling pool out of a big giant box plastic box and filled it full of water I've just stuck my feet in it and it's just like you know Sylvester car Disney cartoon is it Disney am I what what am I thinking that Sylvester anyway Tom and Jerry I mean the steam comes off them that's basically me in the in the yard I've got I've got like five sticky trees bending over into my yard so kind of like can't really have my gadgets out there too much because they get all this spit from the sticky tree all up and all on there um so I've, I've I don't even know what I started off talking about in this segment but uh I've just rambled on um I think it's the moon's in cat the moon's in Virgo today and the sun's in cancer so um those two those two combos are um rather interesting especially uh, with moon in virgo but in a later segment i am going to be touching on people with sun in capricorn and moon in sagittarius if you go back to last uh two weeks ago episode I touched on Sun in Gemini and Moon in Sagittarius. Um, and it's just that's why I think I was motivated to um, start this podcast because I thought, wow, I've got a lot to say about this combo. And that's coming up next. Or maybe not next. I'm going to do another segment and then it's going to come after the next segment. Alrighty then. And in this segment, I am going to do a segment about Azalea Banks. Azalea? Azalea? Azalea. So, um, born May 31st, 1991. Now, 1991, I was 18. So, technically, I could be Azalea's mum, but I wasn't that way inclined. So, uh, so I was still a teenager when she was born, so... So she is what we so twenty nine. She's twenty eight, twenty nine. Uh, so she's still very much, even though it feels like you're really old when you're twenty eight and you know stuff. You're still, when you get to my age, you realise, whoa! I felt I was so old at twenty eight. Oh my god! I knew really everything. I thought at eighteen I knew everything, but I really thought I knew everything at twenty eight. So, um, whoa. But she, I always, so talk radar wise, I always thought, um, I like that 212 track and I posted it on Twitter a couple of years ago and I was just like, wow, who is this girl? You know, she is really fleshy, raw and is saying very naughty words and uh, making interesting music about it. And then um, after that, I thought to myself, like, what happened? And she kind of dropped off the radar. Um, but not enough for me to... I mean, that was like, what did that come out? And I looked at it up, looked it up. This is not just from, you know, top of the dome stuff. She, she sort of, that was released like over 10, well, just under 10 years ago. Uh, so what has been going on 
in those 10 years with Azalea Banks? Well, let's find out. Um, so yeah, I went down a deep rabbit hole. I was um, telling my friend, Chris, hi, Chris, you're my only listener. Um, hi. Actually, the last podcast had eight listeners, so that's cool. But anyway, so um, I'm going off on a tangent. I was saying to my friend Chris that um, there was a lot, we, we were sort of saying that there's been, you know, stories about her being a bit of a, you know, um, what's the word, a, a liability or whatever, and she's a bit, bit nasty, whatever. I don't know, she was dismissed at some, in those stages. And um, so Azealia Amanda Banks, rapper, singer, songwriter, record producer, actress from Harland, Harlem, New York City, um, releasing music through MySpace uh, and then signed to XL Recordings at age 17. Um, I'm just going to go into her um, horoscopes. Her... Um, her astrology and she's Gemini so that kind of I don't know she she kind of has those Gemini Kylie looks you know the teeth the lips the eyes the hair you know the the movement the body the kind of like the whole package but not quite if you see what I mean that Gemini thing you know uh she, she probably would hate being um seen in any way connected with Kylie Minogue but I just see that appeal, that appeal that's probably uh, coming across through her availability and her um, charisma um, not that I, I'm rating Kylie at all I'm just saying that in a, on a pop perspective that lollipop head look if I'm going to break it down is kind of like um what sells really you know um it's what i don't know why that look is that you know the skinny legs tall and then the pop up pop head pop 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 head you know like a lollipop it's it's look look it up google it it's it's just it's what apparently our eyes are drawn to and you know both those people seem to have that look um so Azalea is a Gemini, but here we go. She's moon in Capricorn. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. So she's got a combination of two things that are very, very different energies. And then she's got her rising in Taurus there, which uh, reflects her style and her um, ambiguity of how she looks and how unique she is. So these this combination of these three major planets um work in her favor in that respect as a performer i got a little frog come on kermit um so yeah born in 1991 we're gonna look now at her mercury and it is in taurus and her venus is in cancer so she's um, and her mars is in leo and her jupiter's in leo and saturn's in aquarius and she's got quite a few outer planets in retrograde but I think her moon in Capricorn and um, her knowledge her Gemini knowledge gives her a bit of uh, spirituality and uh, or she's into things that are it just comes naturally to her and she talks about it like it's nothing but actually loads of people really make a big deal of like the things that she probably takes for granted like um energies and clearing energies and being uh, um well everything is energy and she knows that uh her venus and cancer you know she's not aligned in any way she doesn't have any special kind of like pathway for her to just be a star she's she's uh had a hard life evidently there's nothing in her chart to suggest to me at this stage looking at it in my research mind my student my studious mind of being a um somebody just basic basic astrology information stored would look at somebody who's a bit deeper would be able to 
gauge much more than what I do but um from what I can see she you know there's nothing aligned there's, she's not you know star aligned at all um and that and if anything she's probably had quite a tough life um which is why she's probably so toxic and why she just thinks that it's okay to be herself but actually a lot of people are like that in real life but they have PR people they have people who speak on their behalf they are told what to say they have handlers they have people who kind of like you know just shut up don't say anything because you will ruin your own career and uh, she's completely bypassed that which I find refreshing, but everybody has cancelled her, which is, comes me brings me round to the total circle of um, what the hell happened to Iggy Azalea? Iggy Azalea? Oh my god! Oh my god! Azalea Banks. I, I bet she really, really also like um, has a problem with that. Or I just saw a tweet from her. Got um, this guy she's dating who said, "I prefer my Azaleas." Uh, not to be Iggy, but Banks. So that was quite a cute thing to say. Um, so, Gemini, Moon, and Capricorn. Um, she has an Instagram account, a Twitter account, and a YouTube. I don't think she does much on YouTube, but um, her Twitter account, I think, was uh, banned because she would just go on there and just blast people. Um, I was telling Chris about um, the one story I found about her tweeting about the Stone Roses. <laughs> I was like, how have those two worlds collided? And um, apparently they were at a festival. They, they were on the same bill. And um, it turns out that... Um, Whilst Azalea was um, doing her performance, the Stone Roses roadies were checking the Stone Roses equipment while she was trying to perform, which is not cool. And uh, I don't know, I'm going to have to Google the exact quote. I mean, I probably still have it in my history. Um, Azalea. What was the exact quote? I will have to tell you it because it, it's it's coarse, it's rigid, it's toxic, but it's just funny. Come on, it's funny. What what was it? She said somebody did a snap. She's um at this point, yeah. So Azalea Banks was called Young Rap Punk Soul, and she put, wow, what a bunch of old white men trying to bully a young black girl. What the fuck else is in, is new in this world? Uh, was it, wow, I must really effing be a superstar. You've got an established band trying to sabotage my little rap bitch shine. The next one is, um, this is the one. Fuck those old saggy white N-word stone roses. I wish them nothing but excrement and death. She's a bloody poet, and um, it's it's hysterical. It's hip hop. It's hip hop. Hip hop isn't isn't flipping classical music. It's, it's hip hop. So we're gonna go down, looking at her chart a bit more. Gemini, Moon, and Capricorn. Mercury in Taurus. Venus in Cancer. I feel that she's a massively sensitive person when it comes to the heart, to the point where she's a crab. She's soft on the inside and hard on the outside, and she will crab, 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 crab. And so it's just released in May. I was late to the party with the whole I'll tell scandal where she she uh, outs Dave Chappelle oh man I'm just thinking you know he's he spent the last 20 years trying to forge himself the the image of being this you know he's he's a good guy which he is you know he isn't he's not a bad guy at all I mean I think he's Virgo 
Moon and Virgo, no, he's Virgo, Moon and Cancer. So, I mean, there's the sides to him that with that combo, you know, <laughs> it's a bit saucy to uh, just lay it down in the most simplest of terms. But um, so she's out at him, but she's she's kind of like coming from the point of like, if people aren't going to support me, why should I support them? Which is, I can understand it really, but take, I also think that you also should take responsibility for your actions so if you're going to behave like that then of course it's it's toxicity it's still negative it's still karmic it's still you know bad karma uh and then to be rewarded for that bad karma is to accept accept that expect that is um i don't think that's the way it works but you know, I appreciate, like, most people, like, for that type of content would pay millions. You know, you had Max Clifford making millions out of those scandalous stories throughout the last 30 years. So, I wish he just gave it away on her Instagram, you know. But then he did his, so this whole thing culminated when he did his 8 minutes 46 seconds. Uh, was it 46 seconds or 26 seconds? 46 seconds. It must be 26 seconds. Anyway. Whatever his birthday was in June. No, not his birthday. The time of day he was born. He, in a sentence, in that set that he did, post-Black Lives Matter, post-George Floyd um, protests, he, he vaguely slips in her name. And it makes sense. He's actually giving it kudos. He's giving it weight. He's not denying it. He he did do the things that she says, but she's still being ignored. And that's why the tables flip, because she may be nasty, but she she's hurt. And she did, she makes stupid mistakes, but she's 28. You know, which which should seem like you should be old enough now to stop doing this stuff. But at the same time, you know, Dave Chappelle's my age. You know, I think to myself, like... I don't know. He, he should know better. Which is probably... He knows this. He knows... I don't need to tell anybody anything, you know. But I'm just thinking to myself how it looks to the to the outside world how she's coming across um so what's my synopsis so but anyway what i wanted to say about her is that she goes on these rants she's hysterical she's mad she's crazy she's funny she's actually dark in her humor like probably as dark as somebody like daniel glover you know childish gambino is it daniel glover danny glover Shit, why? My brain, honestly. I can't think of names right now. Um, Donald Glover, I think. Oh, my God. Yes, Donald Glover. <laughs> Danny Glover. That's the actor. Donald Glover. He's quite dark, isn't he? In his, but He's Virgo. Wow. What's his moon in? Um, sorry, this is really boring to make pauses, isn't it? for for the listeners out there i've only got one listener two listeners moon and taurus so yeah he's his moon is exalted and it likes being there so in a way with that no he's libra oh my god my favorite he's not he's not a virgo he's ah he is haha he's rising he's ascending virgo so i'm not wrong so he's libra sun in libra moon and taurus rising virgo which oh that harsh energy just kind of sewn up into a Virgo exterior. Is she, so that was my question. Is she as harsh and dark in the comedic way as Donald Glover? I don't know. But um, but then he doesn't go on rants, does he? He did the whole This Is America, and I remember at the time that video was kind of like controversial and they were like how can he do that he's just being so he's blasting out all this crap and yeah I remember he did get quite a lot of negative 
uh, criticism about that video, but now everyone's using it because it's come true. This is like, it has become the anthem of uh, 2020 in America. So, haha, true. Um, is so the question to myself is, is he is, is she as coarse and as dark? Well, I'm thinking about his show Atlanta now, um, Donald Glover, and I think well the first series was for it was was for for me fantastic, but the second series wasn't as good as the first series, and he went he went really deep and dark. So I don't know. I didn't even understand really too much about the second series. It was a bit kind of like. Eh, eh, I don't really know what's going on. So, yeah. My points are fading into 17 minutes and 39 seconds. So, um, should I wrap up on Azalea Banks? Oh, God, isn't it weird that now it's psychological that I want to say Iggy Azalea because... But then I don't know anything about Iggy Azalea. I don't really want to really... I don't really think that that's music that's appealing to me but then you know you never know I might do her rabbit hole I might go do her chart at some point I did already last week last two weeks ago she's Saji Moon and Gem um so here's what I said to my friend Chris she's like in a bad place perhaps right now she's uh, 29 years old but what I think she really really wants is to be um, in a family and to be happy in a unit and I think she she would be happy in that scenario um, and that's all she wants but she, because of her tenaciousness um, people just run it's like that TikTok run it's like that she's a bit like she's gonna have to find somebody and I, she thing is, it's not she. It's not that she can't find people. She's she's Gemini. I mean, in Capricorn, like she, she and she's she's got everything. She's the total package. But she's so somebody who would cope with a maybe a Scorpio male would be strong enough. Well, he'd have to have like. Not too much Scorpio, just maybe rising. No, something softer in that. So maybe Moon in Pisces. So he's got that soft element to let her be crazy because they know crazy. Pisces energies know knows crazy. You know, they they always attract Cancerians, Pisces, because Cancerians misconstrued their poetry, poetry and their bleak darkness and beauty and ability to articulate that as can be quite madness mad mad which is wrong because they're both toxic for each other ultimately but they end up but anyway oh my god that was another tangent um (laughs) um yeah so i was saying in like five ten years time you know i she's either gonna create her family unit or she might do what Kylie, what where Kylie is today, because I'm, the only reason why I'm mentioning Kylie is um, she's. I think Kylie's double Gemini, Moon and Gemini, so she just she won't have that kind of goaty, moany, horny, whining, whinginess to her necessarily. Although that probably is there to an extent. Um, I think if she doesn't find that unit, she may well, you know she'll be fine she'll be fine but um I think like what what people find sort of crazy about her is the way she really like is her words are very venomous and 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 if you're not used to that sort of thing then you're gonna find it it is it is shocking because people don't usually are are not abrasive like that um and they're not used to it but what can I say? It's, it's hip hop. It's hip hop, and um, all power to Azealia Banks in in a way. But like I say, she should take responsibilities for her actions and stop playing the victim. And I could I could sort of like, whoa! Look at her chart. 
like I was saying earlier, like she's not star aligned, but she has got many, many zigzags, crosses, angles, conjunctions. Let me have a look at her conjunctions. She's she's got moon conjunct Uranus sun look she's got about one two three four five six seven conjunctions um she's got trines trines sextiles injunctions semi-squares sequi quadrat quintiles and biquintiles oh wow that i mean yeah it's super interesting chart um but I'm very, I'm seeing very little, um, what am I looking here? Very little Aries energy. Wow. So she could burn out. She might burn out. If not, if not, but she might, she may come back like, like a phoenix from the flames. You never know. Because, um, yeah, so she's not got the too much. So she's got Saturn in Aquarius, okay. But nothing in Pisces. That's weird because her words. It freaks me out because she doesn't have any Libra or Pisces. So, which, which for me, like most speakers or politicians or rappers are Libran in, in lots of ways because they have that ability to have blah, 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 speak fast, verbal diarrhea. Um, but her capacity for knowledge is juxtaposed with that moon in Capricorn and that Mercury in Taurus. Taurus... Well, people underestimate the power of Taurus a lot of the time, you know. Um, and those three, so she's got the Gemini Cap Taurus. Very strong girl, very strong girl. And keep be- I want to say to if she ever listens to this, just to keep being strong. You will, you know, you, you will succeed whatever you do. But just don't, you know, just... It, it's funny to me when you come at people. It's funny to me. But maybe other people don't see it like that because they don't understand, like, the harshness of what it means. Sometimes, you you know, truth, being truthful or speaking your mind is brutal. And they don't, they don't appreciate that. And they see it as aggressive, aggression. And I get that. And, and they, especially coming from a, a, a person of colour or a female person of colour, you know, if you show that type, they get that it, it has more of a magnitude. It has magnification. And I kind of like, I totally understand that. They don't expect it because you look little. And I mean, this is also, I'm speaking from my perspective of being a, a you know, a, a small black ting, <laughs> small brown person. And then suddenly, you know, people just assume that you're just going to be like, you know, very sweet and, and what's the word, docile. And then you just, and suddenly you open your mouth and they're like, what the fuck? (laughs) I get that. Um, It's quite misogynistic. We live in a misogynistic world, you know, and, and she's probably had to fight back that misogyny all her life, as a lot of women do, you know, um. I, this is the longest segment I've ever done and um, I can't believe I have never really um, delved into the world of Azalea Banks and I'm really glad that I have because I've um, now listened to more than one of her tunes and um, oh yeah that was what I should I should mention her music in a way I can't believe the concept of rapping as well as she does as quickly as she does as fast as she does um, to house music, to like happy hardcore, like to like music that I listened to in the early 90s that I would go to raves to. So, you know, like 808 State, kind of um, bizarre ink, um, playing with knives, sort of. She's just, you know, the high sort of happy Mondays keyboards. It's like 303. She's. she's I can't believe the combination isn't more like she'd be great in Ibiza in places like that. She she should be a queen in a mansion in in a villa in Ibiza or something. You know, this music is just so happy and up. And um, for weeks, actually, I've just been like, 
not really moving to anything, you know, I do my movements in the morning, you know, I get moving, dancing, but her music has a hyper energy, and um, I'm realising that that is because she's, that's her energy, and it's coming across in her music, and maybe people could make those parallels, (laughs) that's why I mentioned FKA Twigs, aka Twigs, formerly known as Twigs, um, she was just like her music isn't really my thing but I love her style I love the way she projects you know that sort of thing and I that's exactly what I think about um FKA twigs like I like her exterior but her music is just like no not for me so I'm with you on that one Was Azealia Banks with a licorice. Oh, I'm out of breath because I just did a complete workout to that and I'm now sweating profusely. Like I was at a rave in 1991 when she was being born. Now she's making music and rapping over it from in a 2020 style. Um what was I going to say? There's several things. Like, the, in that song, it's the howling that she does. Like that. Oh, God, I'm sorry. <laughs> Forgive me that bit. Just, I just feel her kind of pain and her womanness and her kind of, like, I just love that bit. For me, that's, like, the favorite, my favourite bit of the song, even though everything about it is cool. <sighs> Breathing. 
Um, I also wanted to say <laughs> another quote. I've got to find the other quote. Um, that she, uh, sh- no one goes un- unscathed with Azulia Banks. She said something about Grimes um, in March. Um, and she called her something like a... a uh, concubine oh no i don't want a tmz concubine what did she call her i can't find the tweet um how annoying for everybody that i can't find the tweet that made me laugh But anyway, there is um Oh it's me trying to catch my breath. Anyway, so yeah, that was Licorice by Azalea Banks and um I do I love her style, I love the way she moves. I think that she's under because of her her um her verbal kind of her verbals she she suffered from it career wise, but I think like I mean she unless she's dried out, unless she's like used up all of her aesthetics, she should continue to be relevant. If anything, she should you know, she could do content. Um but I you know, she's messy, she's she's an honest, she's authentic, and that's the main thing, you know. Don't go anywhere. We're halfway through the a podcast. Up next, we've got the next segment. As promised, I am, am intrigued to do research on, which is all I am, is a student of astrology, really. I don't claim to know everything about it. Everything I know, I feel that I've learned about astrology is not from books everything I've kind of observed is from people's behavior and pattern and um, the energies, how they react against each other. And that's kind of like my observations and people resonate with that or they don't, I don't know, but it seems to be a guide for me. And, you know, I, I would recommend it to anybody, people, people that have been using astrology from the beginning of time before there was any such thing as anything else. We were all just noticing that planetary movement somehow affected our planet. And so that's the most basic way I can express what astrology means to me. Um, So I was looking up um, FKA Twigs because um, Azealia Banks was talking about her and she'd... um, She's also somebody that hasn't really gone on my radar because um, I'm, you know, I'm... I'm a, I'm a little bit older than these guys, but um, so she's son. She so she's she was born on born on a Saturday, the sixteenth of January, nineteen eighty eight. That was a good year, nineteen eighty eight. Um, in Gloucestershire, United Kingdom. So pretty posh, posh girl. Sun in Capricorn, Moon in Sagittarius. Um, and she's exactly the same height as me. I'm going to scroll down. Ooh, okay, wow, her chart, before I click onto the display parameters and make those calculations pop up. Okay, that's better. Her chart is quite intense. Okay, that makes sense now. She's got Mercury in Aquarius, which is why she comes across as being quite wow, wow, chicka, chicka, wow, and quite weird. Um, Venus in Pisces, wow, what's that like? What could that be like to have Venus in Pisces? What is it like? I don't know many Venus in Pisces, I don't think. Um, so she's Mercury in Aquarius. Well, 
I'm Mercury in Aquarius, I think you'll find. Am I? No, wait, no, wait there. I'm Aquarius, Taurus, Aquarius. Yes, I am Mercury in Aquarius. Um, Aquarius, Aries, Aquarius, no, Aquarius. Oh my God, I don't even know myself right now. I'm, sh- I'm just trying to think about my, what I'm going to say next about Capricorn, Sagittarius. So I'm getting my own chart mixed up. And Moon and Aries. Um, so Mars in Sagittarius, Jupiter in Aries, Saturn in Sagittarius. So I see a lot of Sagittarius, the, the love bow and arrow of the half man, half, half horse. So, um, mm, she shapes that, shapes up that Capricorn energy and they so need it with that Mercury and Aquarius, which is probably why her Mercurial communication isn't doesn't nobody gets her and that's probably why that's probably her so i can take heed from that kind of energy because not a lot of people get my artwork necessarily and i find myself having to explain it all the time so i can see why she just doesn't do interviews because she just probably is exhausted by having to explain herself the whole time what does it mean 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 i mean yeah I get it. I get why she she probably shies away from communicating because it, her voice, her language probably doesn't resonate and doesn't make sense to a lot of people. So it's best. But um, anyway, so Sun in Cap. So this this combination. So last week we had um, Sun in Gemini, Moon in um, Sagittarius, and I went through the whole list of people with those energies and it it was quite interesting to see the familiarities between them all in the respect that they you know they they are quite um successful in certain ways but also have lots of skeletons in closets and stuff like that and strange things that make them slightly controversial she says in a kenny everett kind of way i think also was a capricorn born on christmas day i believe um i love kenny everett anyway Back to Capricorn Sagittarius. Um, <clears throat> I this is why I just jumped up to do my to do my podcast today because um, there is a real thread um, of energy and connection and synchronicity and 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 um, it's it's kind of obvious with with the people that I'm going to mention today. Um, so Jeff Bezos is the number one if you know a capricorn they will always have a sagittarian friend and there is a bond between them that is really kind of like weird it's weird because they will fight and they will not they will have terrible blowouts extremely competitive with one another but yet they they have that camaraderie and and brotherly love in my you know a lot of my friends are male so that's why i'm why i'm coming at it from a male perspective um I don't know that many female Capricorn, Moon and Sag. I know Capricorn, Moon in Scorpio. I know Capricorns, I'm trying to think. I know Moon in Capricorns. I know a lot of Moon in Capricorns. Um, but Sun Capricorn, not so many. Although Capricorn does is very much aligned with me as an Aquarian. For some reason, I think it's my Moon in Aries. That's why I attract Moon in Scorpio. But um, so Jeff Bezos is Capricorn, Moon in Sagittarius, Rising Aries, and his birthday is January the twelfth, nineteen sixty four. Jeff Jeffrey Preston Bezos um, is the American technology and retail entrepreneur, investor, electrical engineer, computer scientist, and philanthropist, best known as the founder, chairman, and chief executive officer of Amazon. Um, making him one of the richest men on the planet. I think he's like very close to being a trillionaire, if not a trillion or a multi-trillionaire. If um, but he's a water rabbit. So this combination, um, he, he's got a certain aesthetic to him with his rising in Aries. There's there's not going to be bullshit allowed. Um, and he, he's his his the moon in Sagittarius is the key. To his his um, getting that horny, moany, whiny, whingy Capricorn's ass up and out, and um, 
that they they need that saggy energy and they don't like it but it gets them places but air rising aries that's that's i, I haven't got i won't i'm not going to click onto his whole chart because i want to get on with the next person but um that's super interesting that um he has that combination because they 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 can go the complete other way you know but he he's um it, there's a synchron like I say a synchronicity there that has worked literally magic for them. I love that energy when when it's together. When I see Capricorns and Sagis together, it does make me laugh. Um, I've had that growing up as a teenager, as a partier, like that, that combination of people, uh, solid. You know, there's something between them that is that is kind of like an in joke. Um, so Anthony Hopkins also um, so much as my dad practically. Um, Capricorn moon in Sagittarius but he he is rising Capricorn as well so he's got the uh, the double stars aligning there for him Kevin Costner Capricorn Sagittarius so we're looking at the theme here is money they they've managed to gain money um through through lots of different incarnations of themselves and they've been the boss they want to be the boss that's the main theme that I'm seeing here um we've got our Kelly next who was born um, on a Sunday January the 8th 1967 in Chicago and his son is in Capricorn his moon is in Sagittarius and his rising is Gemini those naughty Geminis see when you have a rising sign that can be as dominant in your um, depending what the combinations are it can be as dominant as your sun sign or your moon sign um, because you're looking at the um, the transits at, at the time that influence you as a person. So um, that Gemini energy on ooh twenty five degrees. I don't I don't know I don't know to whether how much this is correct in in the time of birth detail. Um, Capricorn, uh, in my experience, and the combination is extremely sexual. There's like a thing. They're both horny animals. Like, well, one's carrying a bow and arrow, and the other one is a goat that can climb vertical things. <laughs> so um, they're both, yeah. With that combination, wow. Okay. And our Kelly, well, we we do know. What happened there? Did anyone watch that on Netflix? So next up, we've got Tiger Woods. Same again, Capricorn, Moon, Sag, Rising Virgo. What's what's in his box? Um, Tiger Woods there. With, I think that he has. I don't know much about him. He's a golfer, isn't he? I think that he's probably played away, as it were. <laughs> got next up, John Legend. John Legend. Again, off my radar, don't really know much about his music. Um, also, Capricorn, Capricorn, Moon and Sag. I, like I said, I really, I really love this combo. It's it's weird, 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 weird. Um, and the reason why I came not onto it was because FKH Wigs is um, Capricorn, Moon and Sag. And the big Kuna burger for me, which just blows everything out of the water energy-wise to, to, to kind of... Um, articulate what this energy means and it's Dave Grohl he was born on on a Tuesday January the 14th 1969 and it freaks me out that Dave Grohl is only three years older than me I'm like I feel like when I look at Dave Grohl he's like 100 years old like I feel like he's been around forever and ever and ever and ever but he he's my literally my age like that blows my mind slightly. And he is sun in Capricorn, moon in Sagittarius, and he's rising Capricorn. So he is he, he has had exterior help from the universe. And it, um, I'm, just, I'm just gonna clarify that. I'm gonna have to, oh no, I'm gonna have to click on his, um, Dave Grohl is six foot tall. I did not know that. Um, I'm clicking on his aspects and his Lilith and his display asteroids and his hypothetical planets spread now because I'm kind of interested to know. 
I'm kind of like doing a bit of a Kenneth William nose there. If, if you if visualise my face I'm making, I, um, I've got the best face for podcasts. Um, so his Mercury is in Aquarius. Boom, boom, boom. So yeah, that. So with this cat, so that puts him aside from the others because his Mercury being in Aquarius makes. Um, the other energies of Sagittarius and Capricorn very much grounded. So those other, you know, so that that has saved his life, the fact that his Mercury is in Aquarius because he's weird enough. He doesn't have to get weird. He get he knows, he's, he's naturally, authentically weird anyway. His communication is... That, that planet of Mercury, those mercurial... Can't say that word. Mercurial energy. He knows it. He doesn't have to be fucked up at all in that respect. So he's gone through those phases. I can see that he's got Venus in Pisces, and he has thought. I have to say, he has all the planets that say that you know what he's enjoyed. He's enjoyed being a pop star in all the ways pop stars enjoy being a pop star. Um, without having to say anything more crass. Um, he's not to p- particularly star-aligned, apart from the fact that his, his, his um, rising and sun, so that, I mean, that can be seen as a bit aligned in the... <clears throat> in my observation of how patterns work... He was born in Ohio. Um, and so he, so he was drumming for Nirvana in 1990. So I think they probably started in 1987. Um, so in 1990, he was still, yeah, not... 21? 22? 1990. He'd have been 23. Early 20s. In 1990, I was a teenager still. It's weird because I didn't get the Foo Fighters when they came out in 95. I was still, like, kind of annoyed at Kurt Cobain for for, um, for exiting. Uh, we still don't know today the real full story because it's a bit... There's so many conflicting stories conspiracies and I want to I want to talk about that word conspiracy conspiracy is a word that was that was only made up in the 60s and that is to sort of cancel out any kind of uh, solution or answer or uh, theory to to things that are unsolved or a mystery that we just don't really it doesn't add up so if you label it a conspiracy then it can it shuts it down automatically so it's, it's weird that that word has sort of worked into our subconscious since the 60s and it's not actually um a word that existed before you know anyway why did i say that uh yeah so foo fighters so he he, he loved i didn't get it at the time I, yes like i said i was angry with um with the with the exit the expiry of kurt cobain i thought that he was being i just i just ri- wrote them off and i thought Mm. these people have really squandered their fortune here but um, so when the Foo Fighters Act came out I actually did say the world this is my direct quote in 995 I, I did say to my friends the world does not I was like the world does not need the Foo Fighters I mean what what the hell is a Foo Fighter it sounds like Poo Fighter you know um and then I think my brother bought the first album. I could hear it sort of coming out of his room. And I was like, hmm, it's actually quite good. What is it? Very catchy. Um, and it, 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 probably 10 years later, I started really getting into it. Probably 2005. I was just like, damn, this is good. You know, and, um, so yeah, so I, 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 there's probably a day I don't go out. I don't, I don't not listen to the Foo Fighters. Like, I mean... I have all their albums now, um, and I and I, I'm honest enough to say that I didn't I didn't get them. That's that's probably the Mercury in Aquarius. 
I'm kind of answering my own question about myself, you know, because having Mercury and Aquarius is a, is a blessing. I love having it because mm-hmm. I have, I'm, I just constantly am creating or thinking about things to create or, you know, buzzing, some natural energy. I love it. Anyway, I, I have no idea how long this segment is. And um, if you're still listening, well done. You have been listening to Mudheart, the podcast beamed out from London, England. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you've got this far, well done. You deserve a medal. I have ranted. But I, I, I've just been enthusiastic about post mostly one person today in my, in my podcast. And um, I hope you enjoyed it. See you next time.